Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Clutch Talk podcast slash YouTube slash we do it all. As always, I'm your host, John. Very happy to be here. We got my boy Trent in the building. How you doing, my dog? Doing great, man. I'm ready for this episode. Make sure y'all subscribe. Turn your post notifications on. 2023 is going to be a big year for this channel, man, this brand. So, John, tell them the new schedule that we have um, coming up. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. Trent said it first, man. 2023. It's going to be a huge year for Clutch Talk, man. Uh, we about to come out with just uh, a really everything, man, from merch to episodes to socials, everything, man. But uh, like how Trent was talking about, we're going to have the schedule. We're going to have two episodes per week. We're going to have an episode dropping every single Monday, and we're going to have an episode dropping every single Saturday. So in that way, you know, you could, if you're not able to watch all these games, you know, if you're not an NBA junkie, if you're not going to be watching OKC versus Orlando on a Tuesday afternoon. Don't worry about it. We'll have you covered, man. We will still bring, you know, the fire segments. We'll still bring the fire game recaps and all that, man. So uh, just tune in, man. Two episodes per week. Uh, make sure you tune in to our, our Twitch. Twitch is about to start going up soon. Make sure you tune in to my boy, uh, my, my boy Trent Twitch. What, what's going on, my boy? Talk yeah, my, my Twitch is a top notch hot takes one. I don't have a schedule yet, but I just be going on when I'm off. Man, I'll be I, streaming at night, morning. Y'all heard that? Y'all heard and that. John's going to get ready for the YouTube streams, too. Man. So y'all get prepared for that. Or stay, Twitch. Doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, y'all stay ready for that, man. Y'all stay ready for, for, for all these streams, for all the, all the TikToks, all the socials, all the Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, man. We taking it over, man. You If you know Clutch, you on social, just look up Clutch Talk and you're going to find us, man. But that's enough said for now. Uh, let's go ahead and get into it, my boy. Jam-packed episode today is uh, Thursday, December 29th. Um, Coming up here on the end of 2022, probably the last episode we're going to do in 2022, man. So uh, shout out, shout out uh, this year, great year. But let's go ahead and get into it, Trent. Um, first segment that we got here is NBA news, updates, and injuries. Um, go ahead and get into these ridiculousness that we saw from Luka uh, against the Mavs. The first in NBA history, my boy, not just in Dallas Mavericks history, NBA history, Luka Doncic is the first player to score 60 points, 20 rebounds. And have a triple double. He had 10 assists. So 60 points, 21 rebounds, and 10 assists. Absolutely berserk. I don't know if you got to catch that game. If you didn't, you've got to go back and watch that. But talk to me how you're feeling about that game and Luca. It's funny because shout out to Luca, man. I made a video on the um of the free throw that he shot. He missed, got the offensive rebound and put it back. Yeah, the video went viral, man. So I just gotta thank Luca. Three point. Six million views now. So shout out to Luca for that. But honestly, I'm proud of Luca. I'm not surprised though. Like he does unbelievable stuff all the time. Like I understand this is first in history and stuff like that. But like, are you really shocked? Like everything he done in his career so far is just like it's Luca. You know what I'm saying? But I'm looking at it as like, yeah, congratulations. But I'm also looking at the point of view is just like I feel bad for him. He has to do all that. All that. 60 points. 60 points, 20 plus rebounds, and 11 plus assists, I believe. That means he scored like he, like half of the points was from him. 
he generated the points. This like it, it, it's unfortunate for a player in a regular season game, mind you. It, it just this game doesn't mean nothing. Like okay, now it's over with. No one's talking about it no more. You know. Yeah. So like I just feel bad for him. He needs a better team around him. But congratulations, Luca. That's some really really dope stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm 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 right there with you, bro. I mean, Luca is Luca's Luca magic. You just you just kind of got to sum it up as just Luca magic. And yeah, yep. I mean, I I actually have that here on my notes as well. I'm like, man, like Luca went off. You would you would have think the Mavs would have popped him out the water with just Luca scoring sixty, but no, dog. They won by four points in overtime uh, to a, a, a Knicks team that didn't even have Jalen Brunson out. Didn't even have Jalen Brunson. I was gonna say that too, man. This is a fraud. Like the the Knicks are just garbage. Man, garbage. I don't care about their streak either. They're garbage right, right now. Right now, it is looking bad for 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 the Mavs. Uh, for looking bad for the for the Knicks and all that, man. But Luca definitely did his thing. Uh, most points, not only in NBA history for a triple double, but also most points in Mavs history. So he's definitely cementing himself in. Um, in Mavs uh, history, but real quick, before we get off Luca, let me, let me, let me ask you something. I was talking to my brother. Uh, yep. No, I know we've seen Dirk had that, had that statue built out there for outside of him, the, the Mavericks stadium or whatever. What I want to know is, is Luca like, I know this is going to sound crazy because he's 23, but has he already surpassed Dirk as in just Mav greats? No, no, no. Do you only say that because Dirk brought the championship? Correct. Okay. Okay. That's, that's, a, that's, what, a, that's what my brother said too, but a player, but, but player, player. I'm taking Luke. I don't. You could take. Give me Dirk in his prime. I'm taking Luke. Twenty three years old. He, Dirk will never do what Luke is doing. At twenty three, Dirk in his yeah. I mean, but Dirk in his prime is crazy. Like I'm. I, I want to get up and show him the one leg, the one leg <laughs> shot. I'd be like, ah, ah. you know what I'm saying, bro? Yo, I was a kid watching that man. It was, but um, but but at the end of the day though, championships matter. Numbers goes down in history. And I, I know I continue to bring him up in episodes, because, but it's facts. Russ has all the accolades, has all the numbers, but doesn't have a championship, and people don't respect it. So Luca's a fan favorite. We all love him. But at the end of the day, if you're going to go with history, he has no ring. And I'm not, it's, he's still young. He still has plenty of time. But for this sake of conversation, I got to go with Dirk. Okay. I like that. I like that. Yeah, so my, my, my brother said the same thing. So just wanted, just wanted to te- you know, test the water, check, check your temperature, my boy. But... All right, let's go ahead and keep it pushing uh, to an injury, unfortunate, a super unfortunate injury, man. For the Sacramento Kings, Sabonis went down with a fractured ligament in his right thumb. That hurts the Kings a lot because, you know, they were starting to light the beam up, actually. So, and now losing a player like Sabonis, who was instrumental for, you know, their turnaround season that they've been having so far, uh, is big. But talk to me how you feel about that and your worries with the, with the Kings here. I'm not worried at all, to be honest with you. Because I think I seen a few days ago talking about he's going to try to play through the injury. Man, but you like, play so much different when you play through an injury. That's not going to be the Sabonis that we know and love, the triple-double, double-double machine. Yeah, I mean, listen, would you rather have 70% of – would you rather have 50% of Sabonis or would you have 0% Sabonis not being out there? Seven, 50% Sabonis will still give you 15 and 10. And that team is still very good, bro. You still got a Fox. Kevin Herter, Malik Monk just had an incredible game. He just beat Denver Nuggets alone, 31-plus points. Just yesterday, like, come on, bro. He was going back and forth with Jokic, an MVP candidate, bro. Like, I'm not worried about the Kings. And Sabonis is a great player. I like what he's been doing for the Sacramento Kings. It's funny because that trade, everybody's just looking at what Tyrese is doing. 
but not everybody's looking at what Sabonis is doing for that Kings team. I no? hear you. I hear you. I know. I, I I definitely I definitely respect the point that you're saying of like having seventy percent of of Sabonis versus zero zero percent of Sabonis. But man, the Kings they are not in no 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 point of uh where they, they have a chance to just play just play with players. Like man, they're sitting right now in the sixth seed. The the Kings have to try to get bro. above the sixth seed, or else they're bro. The Kings we see it every single year. They start to do good. They start to go bad. They don't got him, my boy. I, I, hey, look, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. The numbers have shown me I cannot trust the Kings, and now they've lost their second best player, arguably, maybe first. But the thing, looking at the game. But you, okay, I get what you're saying, but I feel like you're missing a valuable point. The West is weak. The, the, West, the, the is West is weak. So like, yeah, they can't f around and start losing games and stuff like that. But it's not like Sabonis is going to be out for several, several months. The fact that he's trying to play through the injury shows that, like, the injury isn't as bad. And the doctors, obviously, if it's a super bad doctor, like, you're not playing. The staff would be like, you're not playing. It's just, we're not going to risk it. So they feel confident in a way that he can get through this injury. Dude, there's people that play with injuries all the time. It's life. You got to get this. You got to do it. Got to do it. You got, hey, I, I agree with you. You got to do it, but. We can't deny the fact that you're not a hundred if you're going through an injury. You're just not a hundred. No, you never. But yeah, but the thing you're is, too, in the NBA, I give it. To you. You're never a hundred, bro. The only you time you're as close as you can, though. You know, yeah. I'll be out there playing with a with a fractured ligament in your shooting thumb. I get it, but the thing is, though, the Sacramento Kings, like, yes, the bonus is their second best dude, but they still got options. We haven't even we talked about Kevin Herter and Malik Monk, right, bro? Harrison Barnes. When Harrison Barnes gets back, because Harrison Barnes has been bad this year. But if, say, if he just starts turning up, right, you still got Terrence. Like, their team, I'm not saying they have the greatest team in the world, but they got pieces around this team so, like, that can, like, hold it down for a little bit. Just a, just, just a little bit, though. Not, like, you know, just not too crazy till it wait till his injury gets back. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, okay, I'm, I'm not too worried about it. The West is weak. Warriors ain't doing nothing. I don't even want to talk about this segment. It's not even a segment yet, but we've seen some news about the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm, we did. They're a star player. Yep. yep. Come on, come on, man. The West is so, the, the West is open. The, the West is open. I'll give you. I'll give you that. But the only thing that only thing that I'm saying is I think by the time season ends out, it ends. I think this there's in my opinion there's no way the Warriors is going to end up under the, uh, the 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 Sacramento Kings. I don't think this. I don't think the Blazers are going to end up under the Sacramento Kings. The Lakers might not either. If but, yeah, but think about this, bro. The Kings are already in a good spot. You know why? If they fight in to get into, all they need to do is maintain the 10th spot. That the lowest they can get is 10th. The highest they can get is 6th. They make 6th, they're in automatic playoffs. But if they get 7, 8, 9, 10, that's still a W for them. I, that's a W. I'll give it to you. That is a W. But look, I don't care. I know AD is going down. I know whatever. If you if AD gets healthy by playing, and then you get a healthy Lakers versus a healthy Kings, oh, I got healthy Lakers every day. Seven yeah, days out of you're absolutely. tripping, nigga. You're absolutely, tripping. absolutely. There's not, not. A, there's not a single player on that team that's going to be able to handle Anthony Davis on both. It doesn't sides. matter. It doesn't matter. It does not matter at all. We all seen what? the Lakers. Yo, did you see the interview that LeBron James just came up with last night? He is okay. done. LeBron is not true. LeBron is LeBron. He can he can save anything in any season, and especially when you. I'm not. I'm not saying like we're talking about Miami Heat, LeBron, but we're saying you're pairing LeBron with Anthony Davis, the best pairing he's ever had in his career. 
as long as you get a healthy AD out there, you cannot tell me this weak old Kings team that is is, is fraudulent is going to be it. It's going to be the Lakers team. That's, that has championship experience. I don't care That's about, bro, we keep talking about the last two years about LeBron and AD, if they're healthy, this and that. Bro, they've been healthy for maybe no, not. They haven't. No, they no haven't. listen, listen, listen to me. They've been healthy. We've seen 360 all play together. Does that 360 scare you? It doesn't scare nobody. You're tripping. I it already, does not scare I already, nobody. I already told you. I already told you. We got to get the Westbrook. I know it's your guy. The hell out of here. He is That's not fine. So, and listen, and when you have LeBron and AD, and then you just feel shooters around him, yes, that does scare you because that's a championship roster that just won a championship two years ago. Yo, Healthy. But, yo you're a typical Lakers fan, bro. It's no. not happening. It's never happening. It is. It is. Genie. You listen. Oh, I'm talking about AD getting as long as you have AD and LeBron healthy, you have a chance for a title. That's it. No, I don't believe it no more. I don't believe that no more. I do not believe that. No, bro, because, bro, LeBron, AD, they haven't been healthy near the end. Right. But the you're trying to hold up. So you're confident in Patrick Beverly. You're confident in Austin Reeves, Kendrick Nunn, JTA, Troy Brown to confidently help LeBron and AD right now. I, I helped. I expect them to be shooters. Patrick Beverly, absolutely not. I think he needs to get he needs to go off this team. Patrick Beverly needs to go. Patrick Beverly needs to go. But I've oh. been said, how many, how many times, Trent, how many times have I told you, how many times have I talked about the players that need to go? Okay. It's not happening, you though. take Patrick Beverly out of this team. You take Russell Westbrook out of this team. And you can, you can replace them with mediocre players. Who wants them, though? Who wants them? Any team that's going to go rebuild. No, bro. You could talk about the expiring deal type stuff. You could talk about the expiring deal. Russ got a 47 point. Okay, right? Yeah, go ahead. No one wants to help the Lakers out. No one likes them. No one. Yo, they're not going to be like, Lakers, you want to win a championship? Here's a Terrence Ross or here's an Eric Gordon. No, they're going to be like, give me your first round pick because they, they know the Lakers are desperate right now. They yeah, know they are. Of course. Of and course. I want to say something, right? The Lakers have two first round picks, the 27 and 29, for the next seven years. They are not trading those first round picks and their futures. Okay. In and that's dumb if they don't. And that's dumb because you got to take this, this window of LeBron James playing at this level that we've never seen in basketball history, and you have to try to maximize it. So if, that, if they don't do the trade, okay, then that's on them. And that's Rob Palinka and Jeannie's dumb old self. But you cannot sit here and tell me a healthy Lakers roster is going to lose to a Kings team in the play-in. That's crazy, bro. I can 100% tell you that right now. Crazy. Hey, fans, Hey, fans, let us know in the comment section down below. Kings are 10 times better. No, you're not. No, they're not. Oh, my gosh. Yo, there's a reason why. There's a reason why Malik Monk went over there. He knew the Lakers. No, 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 no. That's not the reason. The reason is because Genie Buzz refused to pay him because Genie Buzz was running this like a damn family business. Hold up. Time out. Time out. Did you see the deal that he got from the Kings? He gave the same deal to Floyd Walker. What do you mean they didn't want to pay him? That's what, that's what they let players walk. Watch. Genie Buss's dumbass self is going to let a player like Lonnie Walker or Dennis Schroeder walk because they need to get paid. You need to be like the Warriors organization. They're like, oh, you want to get paid? Okay. Pay, pay, pay. We got to, we don't pay our players to stay. That's the Lakers' problem is that they don't. But all right, but, let, let's keep it pushing. We, we got the deal or no deal segment. Let me just get into this last little, I guess, update news around the league. Kevin Durant, uh, Slim Reaper, just moved into the 15th in all-time scoring list, passing Timmy D, Timmy Duncan. Um, any thoughts on that? How do you feel about that? 
Congratulations, slime. Slime. Congratulations, snake. Nah, I'm fucking. I I like Kevin Durant. You know, Kevin Durant throughout the years. Maybe this this I understand this is about points and history and stuff like that. But when we talk about the history of Kevin Durant, it's always gonna be like, but he joined Steph Curry. But he did this. He left Russell Westbrook. This and that. You know, oh, he joined the Kyrie Irving and James Harden, right? You know what I'm saying? But throughout the years, I feel like he has been likable a little bit. Like it been wor- it been terrible. Like people like come at him, destroy him. Because Kevin Durant is one of those people that has all the money in the world, a top five player in NBA history, or just whatever, right? And then he cares about what a dude from the street says. You know what I'm saying? That's Kevin Durant. He'd be like, you suck. He would respond. I got more. Obviously, we know you got more money. Just don't. Just leave. Let him be. You know what I'm saying? So he needs to stop worrying about what the fans say. Just ball out. We already know how talented you are on the court. The court. I see what you're doing with the Brooklyn Nets, you and Kyrie Irving right now. You're one of the hottest teams in the NBA. One of the hottest teams in the NBA, man. So congratulations. And the truth is, Tim Duncan is one of the top power fours in NBA history, man. I feel like a lot of people don't give him enough, enough respect. He's generic, but all he does is get buckets and strictly business, and that's all that matters. So, once again, congratulations, Kevin Durant. Keep making history. Let's just see you win another ring, man, because if you win another ring with this Brooklyn Nets team, people are going to put more respect on you because you did it with your own team, and you didn't join a Steph Curry, or you didn't join a Joel Embiid if that ever happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I I love what you said about that. Now, honestly, I'm right there with you. I, whenever I think back to Kevin Durant, I think back to like I used to watch a lot of basketball when it was, you know, like 2009, 2008, 2007, when it was Kobe and LeBron. And I remember like if you were a Kobe guy, you could not be a LeBron guy. If you were a LeBron guy, you could not be a Kobe guy. It was just like it was just basically like the whole Bloods and Crips thing with, with, with that. And then I was like noticing like, man this Kevin Durant kid is really starting to come up. And this is around the, you know, around the time that he had took that OKC team with him, Russ and, um, and a young Harden to the championship. And I'm thinking like, man, everybody's sitting here talking about Kobe LeBron, Kobe LeBron, Kobe LeBron. But I mean, KD is starting to make an argument that he's in, he, he's in this case. Right. And then he went to the Warriors. And in my opinion, all that just went crumbling out the window. Like Russell Westbrook have, did. Well, Russell Westbrook did what? Brought him to the finals. I Russell Westbrook was huge. I agree. Russell Westbrook was an immense part of that team. I don't forget about him. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not forgetting about him. I uh, said a young. I'm, Russ. I'm, I'm, I'm just making sure. I just I heard said, Kevin Durant's name. I said, a, hold on, my boy. I said a young Russ and a, and a young. All right. All right. Look, as soon as he went to the to the Warriors, in my opinion, that any dynasty he could ever have, like he could never, in my opinion, as far as basketball wise, like yeah, he could be a maybe greatest offensive scorer of all time, but he could never be a competitor. Like this man. Was they were up the OKC OKC Thunder were up on the Warriors. The Warriors came back, beat him, and then he went and joined that team. And how like many fights or how how much animosity was going on in that series? OKC versus the Warriors. And mind you, I'm in I'm in the Bay Area and I'm a Lakers fan, so unfortunately I got to hear all this Warriors talk. And the Warriors fans are the most uneducated fans in the entire league. That's that 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 is without a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt. And they just kept talking and talking and talking. And in my opinion, when Kevin Durant did that, he joined that team. Yeah, they got a championship. But uh, shoot, so could have my daughter could have been on that team and got a championship. You know what I'm saying? It was a walk to a title. So, yeah, I lost all respect for Kevin Durant. As far as Hooper, yeah, Bucket Bucket Getter might be the greatest offensive scorer of all time. But respect, I don't think he could ever enter, at least until my top three, because he don't got as much grit as LeBron, Jordan, or Kobe. So, can't ever be top three for me. Nah, for sure. For sure. I agree. All right, all right, for sure. So let's let's go ahead and keep it pushing, my boy. 
And let's get to our first girls, you know, segment here of the show, uh, Deal or No Deal. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it, man. So as we've seen, um, December, I mean, sorry, not December, February 7th is the trade deadline for the NBA. And what we're what we going to do here is we're going to get into some of these uh, deals. So I put together some deals here. Uh, some were, you know, off my, off the brain, you know, I just kind of thought of. Some some of these others were uh, I you know I researched I saw you know some potential trades that are going to go down so I have seven trades here um, you let me know if it's deal or no deal uh, and what side and we can of course discuss it further that's cool with you let's get it man let's get it let's get it all right first trade that we got here is the Philadelphia 76ers they're going to receive John Collins and Bojan Bogdanovich and the Hawks are going to get Tobias Harris Matisse Thybul and Shake Milton. I thought, you know, of this trade because we are we know John Collins is tripping about the Hawks. We know he he wants to get out of there. We know every, the, the whole turmoil going on over there in Atlanta. Taking him to a team like like uh, the Philadelphia 76ers is going to allow a player like P.J. Tucker, who should not be out there anymore, to go to the bench and allow players, you know, a player like John Collins to come in. You add in a shooter like Boban Markdanovich. Uh, and then, you know, getting Tobias Harris, Matisse Thibault, lockdown defender and shake on the other side. Looks like a fair deal to me, but let me know. Deal or no deal, and on what side? Who's saying no? It's funny because Tobias Harris has been playing better lately. Um, I'm going to get to the point of no deal, no uh, deal, but I just want to talk about something real quick. Like, Tobias, we've seen him in the postseason the last few years, and it's like he's useless out there, you know? And But I just have a feeling with the 76ers team, they're, 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 they're meshing well right now. And I don't think John Collins is good. I don't really think he's that great. And I, I see the point of view, you saying, like, P.J. Tucker goes to the bench, but John Collins is just very mid. I like the bogey edition, the Bodon. I always get confused with them, too. But I, I, I like the, the thing of that. But I, I say no deal. I'm not doing this. No deal on, on who? Like, you as the as the Hawks, you're not giving up John 76ers, Collins? 76ers. 76ers. Okay. okay, so okay. I'm not doing it. You don't want them to give up Maxi and, uh, I mean, not, not Maxi, uh, Tyrese. Damn, not Tyrese. <laughs> Matisse, <laughs> Tobias, and Shake. No, nah, I don't. Okay. I don't do it. I don't. I don't think John Collins is that good. I don't think he brings you over the top, and I don't think Tobias does it. But I just don't think this deal is that great. Okay, I respect that. I, I, I respect that. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I, I because because I thought of this one. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the deal on this one only because I thought of, of it. Of course, of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Yo, 76ers fans are not gonna like you. Yeah, they're not gonna like me for that. <laughs> they're not. Like Matisse Thibault is useful, useless. Shake Milton has some big games, but I mean he's a solid role player. But if you're gonna do Tobias Harris straight up for Collins, I'd rather have Tobias. Okay. Then you threw in the Badunovich, or Bogey, whatever. Yeah, he's the one that's making me question it because I I like him, but he is coming off injuries, and is he really the same player? Yeah, I mean he all yeah. He, I mean he would he would add some shooting to that to to that 76ers team, but. Uh, but hey, I, to- I totally feel that. Let us know, a hey, family. In a, uh, let us know in the comment section down below. Do you take that deal? Do you not take that deal? Who says no? Who says yes? We need to throw in some extra players. Let us know. But um, all right, let's get to the next trade here, my boy. We're just talking about the Lakers. We we didn't hear had a little little rants on it, and we, we I, I got like two trades here with the Lakers. But here's my first because we've been, we've already been seeing the Bulls. Zach Levine's asking out. Demar's tripping. They're always talking about blowing up the Bulls. I don't know for what, but I'll get into that later. But here we go. Lakers are going to get Zach Levine and Vooch, 2024 first round pick and 2025 first round pick, and the Bulls get Anthony Davis. 
<laughs> no. From who? <laughs> the Lakers. No. Like the Lakers shouldn't give up AD for those two players? No. Listen, I know I, I'm the one that calls Anthony Davis out all the time. Anthony Davis is class. He's soft, this and that. Like his last injury, if he wants the replay, he got hurt in midair. You know what I'm saying? Well, Davis. <laughs> now, the only way the Lakers should do this trade, LeBron's his last year in his deal, and the Bulls say, hey, because is Anthony Davis going to stay? If LeBron's done, pull that trigger right now. So then you have star players over there still. What is Zach Levine? A young Zach, pretty young Zach Levine compared to like LeBron and, you know, you know what I'm saying? So at least you have talent. At least you have, you could start selling tickets in a way because you still got someone to watch you to play. But right now, no. Anthony Davis is better than that first round pick. Anthony Davis is better than Zach Levine. And you can't really compare them, but Anthony Davis, when healthy, when he was playing, he was destroying everybody. He gave Giannis the work. So no. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm right there with you for this one too, my boy. Only because a player like Anthony Davis, like not only is he better than all, all those players, but he is just, as you can see, when he, as he's gone down, like the Lakers are struggling without him. Like it, it just looks like there's a glaring hole right in the middle of the oh. offense and the defense. Uh, so a player like Anthony Davis that you can, you can absolutely not get fed up. Like the only way you can give up a player like Anthony Davis is if you get like a Giannis back or a KD back and they're not. And Vooch is soft. Vooch is soft. Vooch I want that weak. Hey, hold on. Let me give Vooch some respect, though, because he's last year he was really soft. He's not being this soft as this year, but he's 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 not he's not a big in the NBA. Like every year, I mean, I'm even going to talk about that when when I review that that Bucks and Bulls game later. Like the, the Bucks are always taking it to Vooch. Like they know he's a soft one out there. He's team. a softy. Yo, Brooke Lopez and Bobby Porter's a stare just doing this. But yo, move out the way. I get to this. <laughs> yo, move, yo, move soft. So he's just flimsy, 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 whatever that word is. Like, yo, he is flimsy. Uh, he's mad right. soft. Yo, Vooch, if you see this, you're soft, boy. You're just soft. <laughs> I'm not you deal with do, it, Vooch. Deal with it, Vooch. Come talk to me. Get in the weight room. Get stronger. I'm probably stronger than you, bro. And I don't uh, even work out. Oh, look at that, Vooch. Come on, Vooch. You go, you have to get that together, Vooch. Oh, that's that, that's embarrassing, man. But all right, my boy. Um, yep, I'm definitely in consensus with you. Uh, another one, family, let us know. You know, do, do, do the Lakers do it? Um, but, hey, I do want to add that caveat because I like what you said about um, if it's LeBron's last year. Yeah, absolutely do it because uh, that honestly scares me. When, when, when I think about LeBron's last couple of years, I think, oh, man, if the Lakers are going to go into that, you know, like 2011, 12, like 13, when we had like six players and we had Ryan Kelly laying on the bench. Like, are we going to go back to that yeah. after LeBron leaves? It's scary. Yo, John, you know what's crazy? This is the yeah. truth about being a fan. Like, when you, when you like represent a team for the longest, it's garbage because you have to watch these rebuilds. You have to watch some of these real rebuilds be kind of fun, though. But it's just, it's, it's frustrating because like every single season, you're just like, all right, well, just another rebuild here. See, for me, I'm a Russ fan. I go where he goes. Man, I ain't got. But, but, but my boy, you ain't never won a championship. You can't even, you, you can't even, like, you've never got the ultimate high of happiness, though. Man, listen, I watched the OKC teams pretty much my whole, my whole, I'm not saying my whole life, but my whole high school years. And those are the funnest times I was watching basketball. I was in the games like this. Like, I was getting amped every single game because Russ was. The best point guard behind Curry when he was on the OKC. The one of the best. Him. The Paul, the Paul George years. The Paul George years. The Harden and Serge Ibaka years. Man, I remember Raymond Fountain, Anthony Morrow, Alex Sabrinas. Yo, like that. Yo, Grant. 
Cole Anthony, yo, bro, I miss those years, man. I miss them, bro. Man, that what, what that really honestly when 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 Russ was just taking off, like yeah, that was like the 2015 all the way up until really like 2020 because 2020 he got really bad, bro. Like he got really bad. Like that was when he was unplayable. Like I'm talking LeBron in the bubble was giving them the Ben Simmons treatment. Darren bro, listen, bro, 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 bro. If Russell Westbrook was unplayable, man, he's still putting 30 plus points up. I don't know what to say. Hey man, but shout out definitely shout out Russ for that 2017 um uh triple double year. That was berserk, insane. Bro, bro, he he had players like Victor Oladipo who was terrible back then. He was carrying a team with freaking Sabonis who wasn't even good back then. He was carrying players like a young Stephen Adams who he was still getting better without, without the tattoos. I think he didn't you know even what <laughs> He went off that year. Dude was pulling from deep. Like, yo, that's my man, bro. That was, yeah. No, Forever zero, man. Forever. Forever zero. I like it. Forever zero. But not, not, not agent zero, right? Not, not Gil? <laughs> I like him too, though. He, he, he for real. Yeah, for, Gil is for real. Gil, Gil's yo, out of his time. Bro, imagine we get him in an interview. Get Gil. And Gil got no filter. So Gil, come on. You're no whatever, filter. Saying whatever. That's fine. I got no filter either, man. We, we, what's up? <laughs> Come on, no chill, no chill, Gil. Come on, where you let's at? Get it. But all right, let's go ahead and get to the next trade here. Uh, this is um, Warriors. You know, th- this definitely this is one I thought of. It's the timeline. Um, I know it's. I know we we're all loving Kaminga. I love Wiseman. He had a great game the other day. But uh, this is a trade between the Spurs and the Warriors. The Spurs would get Wiseman and Kaminga, and the Warriors would get Yakupertle. So you said Wiseman and Kaminga to the Spurs. And the Warriors to get Yakumperto. Yeah. It's funny because we were just talking about Yakumperto the other day, but um, so it's interesting. I personally think you do this trade, but it's like the Warriors' future is Kaminga and Wiseman. Like that's who they're building on, you know. And Wiseman's in and out the G League. Kaminga, I honestly think he deserves more minutes because I like what he does. Like he could be. That glue guy. Not like Draymond in a way, but I think he could be that glue guy. So if you're just thinking of like winning another championship now, I think you pull that trigger. If you're thinking about the future, you keep those players. So just for sake of this segment, I'm doing it. Because right now, all Steph, Clay, and Dre want is rings before Dre might be leaving next year because they might not be able to afford him. You know? So I think this is the last year where this team is together of the big three of Steph, Clay, and Dre. So you go all in for that, Yacomperto. And I love Yacomperto. I honestly think he can be really, really good in this league. He has shown the potential, and he's still very young. So you can extend him. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie, my boy. I'm 100% with you. That, that's honestly why I thought of this trade. I'm thinking if the Warriors want to win now, which I, I, you know, I agree with, with your statement and about, you know, if Kaminga and, you know, Kaminga, Wiseman, and Poole is kind of, you know, the, the future between the guards and the, and the bigs. But it, you can't, you know, you, you can't have everything, right? Like, I, we've talked about a lot of times off camera that, 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 that AD trade that sent away all those great players who, you know, all dispersed, went all around the league, and then brought AD, and then, you know, the Lakers won a championship from that. Some people don't think it's worth it. Some people don't. Some people say it's worth it. I don't know. I'm, I'm on the side of, bro, if you, not only because I'm a Lakers fan, but any team, for the Warriors in this situation, you have a chance to get a championship. The window to get a championship is this big, bro. Like, to, to even be in the NBA is insane. 
And then to be on a team where everything's going right, right? You got the right players. You got the right coach. You got Dylan, head uh, head office or front office is not tripping. They're paying y'all. They're taking care of everything. That's a that's a championship roster. And, and I think if you have a chance to go for that, you have to do what it takes to go for that. And I think even if that means sacrificing the future, because one championship, I think, is is – just it's just it's just worth it. So in my opinion, I say go for it. Um, although that hurts my heart to say because I, I Kaminga certified. Like I'm not a I'm not a, a basketball guru or a genius saying Kaminga is gonna be a boy. Kaminga's gonna be a great player in this league. We've all been saying that, seen that for a minute. He's just athletic. He could do it. But Wiseman, there's a lot of people who do not believe in him still. I've been telling people the day he stepped on that Warriors team, I said Wiseman can be. He can. Of course, there's a lot of things that have to go right. Team has to invest in them. He has to, you know, have that mentality to want to do it. He can be the next Anthony Davis. He can, he, he can shoot. He's a big who can, he can shoot. He could pick and roll. He could pick and lob. He could guard the, he could guard the, uh, uh, he could stay with the guards out in the, in the perimeter. He's, he needs to get stronger, but I'm telling you, the dude is like 22, 21, 22. He's got all these years to grow. You give him the keys. Well, he can be that guy. See, you know, it's crazy. I think you went a little bit too far there, but I do like Wiseman. And you know why he gets a lot of hate? It's because he's a second number, second pick. You know who the Warriors could have chose? Lamelo. And they could have chosen Lamelo, but you know what's crazy? I don't, I don't really think Lamelo is that good. I, yeah, I think Lamelo's worked out. I think Lamelo's overrated, so I understand the pick. But you could tell they have faith in Wiseman because they're sending him to the G League. They want him to get better. They want him to continue to improve. And what messed him up was that first year where he dealt with that injury. You know, typical, typically with young players, when you get injured their first season, it, it pushes them back a lot. And this is why I'm worried about Chet a little bit from OKC because he didn't even get to play an NBA game. But for Wiseman, it kind of pushed his career back. But give him time. You're in a great organization. You got great veteran leaders. Iguodala is a great leader. Draymond Green's a great leader. Like, they got these pieces. Steve Kerr played with one of the greatest players of all time, Michael Jordan. Like, they, they have those that can build him to be talented. I see the shot. He, he's, you know what I'm saying? He can block shots. Like, he has all that. Being the next Anthony Davis is never going to happen. Anthony Davis is his own level. But James Wiseman could be a really good center. And this is why I was kind of like, do you really pull that trigger? But for the segment, it's like the Warriors care about championships. You know? Got to. You got to. Yeah. Max, bro. It's just it's the same thing that I said about LeBron. Maximize that window. Maximize that window with Curry and Clay. Clay is clearly going down. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe he'll, he'll have an up game or something like that. But career, career trajectory wise, it's clearly going down. So yeah, yeah. they're lucky they got Jordan Poole. Man, facts, facts. Jordan Poole is a great pickup. But, um, but all right, let's go ahead and uh, get into the next one, boy. This is three team trade. Saw this one uh, online. This is between the Mavericks, the Suns, and the Bulls. So I'll start with the Mavericks first. The Mavericks would get Demar Derozan and Landry Shamit. The Suns would get Nikola Vucevic and Reggie Bullock. The Bulls would get Tim Hardaway Jr., Jay Crowder, Dario Sarge, the 2023 first-round pick that's coming from Phoenix, the 2025 first-round pick that's coming from Dallas, and a 2027 first-round pick coming from Dallas as well. Well, if you're the Bulls, you automatically take this deal. You know, the reason why I say that is because if you're getting three firsts off of DeMar DeRozan, right, they get three firsts? Yeah, they're getting three firsts. Yeah, yeah, DeMar DeRozan is a great player, but three firsts, that's a lot. So, like, you automatically take that, right? Um, the Suns, who they get again? They're getting, they're getting Nikola, Nikola Vucevic and yep. Reggie Bullock. Reggie Bullock, I feel like, fits perfect with a Suns team. Like, it's like a – honestly, think Reggie Bullock 
comparing him and Jay Crowder, I think who would you rather take? Well, like a Crowder, even though I know Crowder's not playing, but they're like kind of similar players in a way. Absolutely, I I, I personally would, would rather take Crowder, but I love that analogy. They definitely are like similar to yeah, very the yeah. role player. Vooch, we we already just talked about Vooch, dudes flimsy. Yeah, you know what's crazy? I fit, matter of fact, Vooch will fit perfect on the Suns because they're fake tough. The Suns are one of the <laughs> fakest tough teams in the in NBA. They literally he'll fit perfect. Like I seen this video of Cameron Payne trying to start stuff. Anyways, but yeah, so. And then the sorry, this is three team training, so it's a lot. And then the other team was the, the Mavericks are going to get Demar Derozan and Landry Shaman. Okay, so three team trades usually don't go usually happen in the NBA. You know, it, it, it typically doesn't happen. For this sake, I'm personally doing this for the Mavericks then, because trade your picks away. You got to when you have a generation talent like Luca who just put up sixty and twenty, and he has no help. You got to add a DeMar DeRozan with him. You add a DeMar DeRozan with that, it can be a good team. And then the um, this, the Bulls, they're officially going to rebuild mode with all their draft capital. The fact that you get that much capital, and then that means you don't really got to go in rebuild mode because you still got Zach Levine over there. You could trade those first-round picks to flip to another star that may be younger or even just go to the draft. You know what I'm saying? So I'm doing this trade realistically probably, you know, Three team trains are really, really hard to do. Yeah. And then the Suns, and then the Suns, you have a Vooch. So save Aiden, because we know Aiden. He he he, he's gonna be out the door. So at least you got a center that can still spread the floor, who can give you 20 and 10, really. Let's just be honest. And then you get another replacement of Reggie Bullock who can replace Cam Johnson for a little bit. So I'm doing. I like that. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely right there with you, bro. I mean, especially from 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 my side of things, uh, I mean from the Maverick side of things. You do whatever it takes, man. You do whatever it takes to help Luca. Uh, I think Landry Shamit is is a great you know, off the bench player as well. DeMar, How can I know, forget about him? Yeah, great, great off the bench player, shooter, shooter. That's what they need. They need shooters. Hey, shout out to him, but Aaron Gordon. Ooh, he ate him up, boy. Oh my gosh, bro, that was crazy. Hey, if you haven't seen that dunk, go check out our TikTok. That dunk was absolutely bizarre dog like i was watching that and he got off on a break all of right literally me uh, me my girl my brother his girl we all just sitting there all of a sudden we oh he just flew in there bro it was crazy you know crazy. you know what's crazy too it's like typically when you steal cyber dunks it's like second quarter first quarter that was an ot game with time running like it was like 20 seconds left and he said nope ah! oh my god shout out aaron gordon for that and game. they called a charge at first and they went to go review it. They said, nah, we can't do that. Can't Give do him that. that bucket, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And I, I, I hate when the rest be, be hating on the players and take the dunks away with, uh, with a charge, man. Because, yeah. That you know why? They got, they, got, they got the prize picks in DraftKings. They're like, damn it. He went over. <laughs> They're like, so, oh, no. Nah, we can't do all that. We can't do all yeah. that. <laughs> They'd be counting their points. Man. But, um, all right, my boy. Last two. Um, last, last couple. One, last three here. This one. Uh, between the Mavericks again and the Wizards. Mavericks are going to get uh, Kyle Kuzma. Wizards will get Dorian Finney-Smith, first-round pick, and Josh Green. For Kyle, Kyle Kuzma? Yeah, is Kyle Kuzma enough to help Luka? No. No, we're not doing that trade. No, I'm not doing that trade. Okay. I don't even got to really say too much. Yeah, like we don't Kyle Kuzma. say too much. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, I only put that on there because I, I don't know if you see a lot of stuff flying around by Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, Kuzma. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. just wanted to see how... Uh, I- the temperature there. What's up? I do think he does get traded though. Facts. He has to get traded. Bro, what what we said a couple of episodes ago about the Wizards, if they don't either rebuild or trade for a superstar and try to go over a championship, 
they're about to be in no man's land and in the worst place. Basketball purgatory you know, in the next 10 years. You know what's funny? They can't even rebuild, though. They don't know how to draft. They took Denny Avia. Johnny Davis. For, Johnny, like, bro, they don't know how to draft. They're just bad. They're just bad. They're like, this is this is their game plan every offseason. Bradley Bill, how much money do you want? Five hundred million? I bet. Bet. Season's offseason's over. Man. That's it. That's all they do. And then and, and they're like, all right, Brad, just go ahead and do it then. Oh, man, yeah. yeah. That's literally what they do. That their front office does no work. Um, but all right, my boy, let's uh, keep it pushing. I told you but I'd have another uh, Lakers situation here. Uh, this is between the Lakers and the Bulls. Instead of Zach Levine this time, it is DeMar DeRozan, you know, big LA guy. Uh, the Lakers would get DeMar DeRozan and Kobe White. The Bulls would get your guy, Russell Westbrook, Austin Reeves, 2025 and 2027 first round pick. No. On whose side? Just because you can't give up on Austin Reeves. You already gave up on Alex Caruso. He's on the Chicago Bulls. If you give up another 2.0 of Alex Caruso, of Austin Reeves is like similar to Caruso, but Caruso is way better defender. I think Austin Reeves is a better offensive player, but defense, you know, you just can't give up on it. Because if you, if anything, you got to think about it like this. Yeah, it's for a championship, but as a GM, they think of championship now, but they also think about the future because they're oh, they're, they're going to be there. You know what I'm saying? And Reeves, that's the only positive thing that they really had, to be honest with you, because he's going to continue to improve every single year, and he has already done that. Kobe White's a bus. He's trash. Let's Damn. be honest. He's Damn, trash. My boy, that's how you feel about I think he's a shooter. I don't care if he's a shooter. He sucks. It's facts. Then, um, Russell Westbrook, cool, trade him. I honestly want Russell Westbrook to be traded. I can't deal with these L.A. fans. They, these L.A. fans, they take stuff too far, right? It's like, all right, we get it. You're a big – you, like – we all know what the Lakers represent, but do the Lakers represent these fans that like you have a bad game and you're talking about his kid, you're talking about his wife and this and that? That's, that's yeah. dirty. That's dirty, bro. That's, that's what dirty. y'all represent? Because because no, no, but you can't you can't put that on all Laker fans though, my dog. You can't put that. I felt I felt bad about Westbrook when he came out on that press conference and said I can't even bring my daughter. I mean I can't bring my kids and my girl to the game. I feel bad. That's when the Lakers fans took it too much though. But you know, Lakers, Celtics, Knicks. And 76ers, bro, their fans are diehard, bro. They're, 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 their fans are going to die hard. If you're, you're going to yes, score, they, they're going to love you. They're going to hate you if you don't. You know what's funny about Yeah, they, they definitely are diehard. Trust me, I'm a diehard Dallas Cowboys fan. But I don't go crazy and be like, once against our, our rivals and say disrespectful stuff. Because, oh, listen, this is an NBA podcast, but this is also real. Karma is karma. It's true. It happens. It do. it do. So, so you know what I'm saying? It do. So, listen, criticize Russ because of his game. I don't care. I criticize him. When you talk about his family and this and that, I want him gone. He's not happy. I want to see my point guard happy. That's it. I give he, it to you. I, give I it just want to see. So, just for this sake, trade Russ. Yes, do it. I don't because I don't care about the Lakers. I was never a Lakers fan. I'm a Russ fan. So, I look at both point of views. The Lakers need to keep Austin Reeves. But from the other point of view, get Russ off the team. So we're going to do it. Zero always in my heart. Zero in his heart, man. You heard that. You heard that, man. Zero in his heart. Uh, I love it. I, I, I love the support for Russell Westbrook. Um, I, I also don't, don't want to see him get slandered. But at the same time, I also don't think that he fits on this team. Uh, I think he's great off the bench. But um, I think we need to get more and um, be able to be just have a better fit. I mean, like, I just don't think Russell Westbrook and LeBron fit too well out there together they don't and you know what's crazy too 
it, it, what makes me laugh is that the Lakers fan know the Lakers fans knowing they got Russell Westbrook. You, you are, bro. If you watch Russell Westbrook throughout your whole career, even if you don't, you already know how he is as a player. So don't be surprised when he comes to your team. Should have known. Yeah, should have known. You already know. You should've already known. know how he gets. Example, right? Um, how he walks around is like he got an attitude. Russell always had an attitude. It's just, it's just his face. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's who he is. So don't be surprised of what. I mean, he already played for the team for two seasons, but it is what it is. What it is. All I know is Lakers fans. Good luck to y'all in the future because y'all ain't got none. That's all I know. Man, that's crazy. But all right, and that's a shot at you, John. Hey, crazy man. Hey, be careful, my boy, because you know the Lakers is easily one of the best franchises in NBA history. People are love to come play in LA. I'm telling you, my boy. We we're not Charlotte. We're not we're not Indiana in the middle of nowhere. You don't think someone want to come to to perfect weather, California, L.A. Yeah, Money? it sounds. Listen, it sounds great. The legacy, everything's great until you play. Uh, what happened to Kyle Kuzma? What happened to Kyle Kuzma? Bro, Kyle Kuzma? Kyle Kuzma, bro. I hate people that think Kyle Kuzma is a great player. He made silly mistakes and turned the ball over and shot dumb shots on that Lakers team. Facts, facts. I agree. But look what happened to when they left the Lakers. Kyle Kuzma. Oh, he's on the fucking Wizards, and he's about to get traded again. <laughs> okay, Brandon Ingram, star, star. Okay. All right, that's that's a that's a one. That's Julius okay, Randle. Julius Randle. He he a one he, a one C a one like a, a can't even be a two A player. He's like a three A player. But he been stepping up again. Okay, ha- up. that's why they went on that streak, right? I give it to you. You traded away Zubac. Look what he is. He's a valuable center in this league. You making that face like what? Zubac was like 19 when he's on that Lakers team. But you don't give up on players. That's the problem. You uh, don't. Or championships you do. How many championships they have since? One. And it matters. One is worth it. You know what's crazy? One, we give you that, but no one respects that championship. You know how people don't That's respect crazy, bro. And and and, and all right, go ahead, go ahead, talk to, talk to me. You know how people don't respect Kevin Durant, even though he has championships. Mm-hmm. It's the same. It's not the same thing, but they look at the Lakers bubble. They were like, I ain't, I ain't nothing. Damn it, it's nothing. Can I rap real quick? Can I rap real quick about my feelings about that? Go ahead. People that say that, okay, and I I hope you don't think that. People that I say don't. That, PSA that before. Say that, do, oh, go ahead, go ahead. My fault, my fault. I don't mean to uh, cut you off. But no, I, you win a championship, you deserved it. Deserved it, absolutely. Facts. Okay. okay. Not only that, right? But people that say that are stupid. They do not know basketball, okay? Let's remember that these guys are not robots. These guys are all humans. They all have kids. Not all of them. But they, most of them have kids. Most of them have families, have moms, have wives. And these people around them are the people that keep them sane. Okay, like they they aren't robots. They don't just wake up and just shoot, 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 dunk, dunk, dunk. Like they have lives. They do things that, you know, if if they don't, you know, get to see their kid, they don't get to see their wife. If they're not okay mentally, they're not going to be the best version of themselves on the court. Prime example, Paul freaking George. Paul George came out purposely said, oh, being in the bubble cost me mental health issues. I couldn't focus and talked about all that. JaVale McGee literally vlogged him leaving his daughter and his girl and talked about how much that hurt him. Now, you're telling me these guys who have been in a rhythm of, you know, going to the game, going home, taking their million dollar house, taking a nap, seeing their dog, seeing their wife, seeing their kids, getting mentally straight and then heading to the arena to go for 30. You're you're telling me now you're going to fully take that away from them. This is what they've been doing for the last 16, 10 years. You're going to take that away from them and you're going to change up their rhythm, change up their routine. And now 
you expect them to, to still be as great? I don't care if there's fans in there or not. That's when people say that they don't, they just simply don't know basketball. When they say that, I'm like, you don't know basketball. So this conversation is done because we're done here. People that you know, say that, shut up about that, man. I hundred I, percent I, I, I agree with you. I feel like a lot of people don't talk about mental health just man. because of the, because just because they got millions of dollars doesn't mean nothing. The, the truth is the people that have the most money are probably the most, most unhappiest, sad, bro. man. Bro. But I do want to say something though, John, let's agree. Having no fans is 10 times easier. There's no pressure. And it's like you're at a gym. It's at an open gym. You're at practice. So the buckets are just it's it's, it's look at um TJ Warren. He's a, he's good, don't get me wrong. But TJ Warren in the bubble, <laughs> he wasn't missing. You know what I'm saying? Right. So without fans, it does make it easier for these players. But for your point of view, it makes totally it makes sense. Yeah, facts. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. All right, all right. Um, last one we have here, my boy. Another another Warriors one. Is it win now or do you go for the future? Straight up one for one. Wiseman or PJ Washington? You do it? Absolutely not. Because Wiseman's got tons more potential. Yep. Right? Wiseman has more potential than PJ Washington. I like what PJ Washington brings. I like what he is, but no. And, and, and if anything, you're, you're like Wiseman now. Let me not say that. PJ Washington's better than James Wiseman. But not for not long. by far. Not yeah, not exactly. By, yeah, exactly. Not and by even far. not by far, to be honest with you. Exactly. So yeah, if anything, you're kind of downgrading. Thanks. Thanks. But all right, my boy. That is all the you know, the deals or no deal. Um, for all the family and at home. Hope y'all like that segment. Uh let us know deal or no deal. I know we went on some tangents, but uh that's the pod, man. But uh Trent, talk to me, my boy. What, what we got next? All right, listen. I'm not like John. You know, he comes up with these great segments and stuff like that. I'm oh, still this is a great segment, my boy. You you come up with great segments. I, I, you know, I'm still learning. You know what I'm saying? This is only my fourth episode with these segments. You know what I'm saying? But I, I was like, I always try to come with like segments that get people talking. So the segment that I came up with today is name the top three. Well, you can name however much players you want, but we're just going to go for a say the least minimum three players. Name the three worst players in the NBA today. Now, let me go first real quick, and then I'll let you talk. All right. And I'm going to go off rip. I'm going I'm to say the three, then you're going to say the three, and then I'm going to explain, and then you're going to explain, all right? Okay. Bet. So, number one, Patrick Beverly. Number two, R.J. Barrett. Number three. <sighs> number three, man. And I don't want to say trash, so I put him in the trash slash overrated. Tyler Harrell. Ooh. Y'all heard that. Y'all heard that. All right. You, you ready to go? I'm ready. Ben Simmons. Okay. Patrick Beverly. All right. You ready for this last one? I'm ready. You ready for this last one for real, my boy? I'm ready for it. Bismack Biombo. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, put some respect on my man Bismack. Yo, you know what's crazy? Him on the Phoenix Suns, he like that last season played pretty decent. He was all right, bro. He was all right, bro. Well, because he, he just played his role. I mean, but yeah. I, guess. I love it. I love it. Okay, now let me explain something. I think we all can agree. I think everybody else in it. Fans, it, people probably even in the NBA can agree with this. Patrick Beverly is one of the worst players in the NBA right now. Right. I don't care about the game where he hit four threes. Congratulations. You're supposed to hit four threes. You're making like $11 million. All right? You know what's crazy? And this goes back to being the Lakers. Patrick Beverly was never this bad. Was never this bad. You know why he, he got bad? 
he joined the Lakers. He joined the Lakers, right? Every time you join the Lakers, your play just goes down. I don't know if it's the pressure because you're playing with LeBron or it's just the pressure from the fans, but he's horrible. He's known for playing great defense. Has he done that? No. Hasn't he has not done that. At this point, you'd rather have Kendrick Nunn, who's unplayable himself, just to get some offense, and he can't even score himself. That's how bad it is with Patrick Beverly. And you know what gets me more mad about Patrick Beverly? He thinks he's playing great defense, right? <laughs> he do, he do. He thinks he's playing great defense, and then he fouls him. He'd be like, always putting his hand up. Yep, that's me. We know it's you. We know it's you. Play some defense, bro, right? And so I, I make a video of Patrick Beverly, right? He, I don't, it's crazy. I don't even, I don't even know how he made it to the NBA. Like, I, I, we get it. His high school is crazy. Yo, this dude cannot dribble. This dude's doing up fakes, thinking he's like freaking prime Rage on Rondo. You ain't prime Rage on. He's over doing this. The, ju- the, the, the defender ain't jumping. And then he's doing a post hook. Like, he's Kareem. Like, he has no offense. They brought him in to be that 3 and D player, and just, it's non-existent. Just get him off the NBA or go back to the Minnesota Timberwolves. And it's sad because he actually played a so important part with the Timberwolves. A important part. He's the main reason why they made it to the playoffs. And then he joins the Lakers and just look trash. Number two, RJ Barrett. I'm going to get some hate on this. I know I'm going to get some hate, but it's cool. I want all the hate. I want all the smoke. DM me. DM John. I, we don't care. We, I will love a debate with y'all. Y'all can come on the show with us and we can talk. It's face to face. But listen, RJ Barrett, the class of Zion. Was that class Zion and Jaw with RJ? R.J. Barrett. Let me look it up. Let me make sure. Yeah, look. So I'm not sounding dumb. I think it was R.J. Zion, Cam Reddish, and Jaw. It was. It was because Cam Reddish and Z- uh, Cam Reddish and Zion were were all at, yes. at the same time. So yes, yeah, same draft. But Jaw in that class though. Jaw Jaw was in that class. Yes, because Jaw was in the same. Okay. Class Zion. You see the jersey in the background too. You see That's the jersey guy. in the background, man. And then this jersey over here. Get out of here. Anyways, anyways, right? R.J. Barrett. He just like, has he really lived up to hype? Has he lived up to the hype, John? Honestly, no. Honestly, he's had he's had a good month and a half, and then people hyped him up, and <laughs> he's actually an extremely inefficient offensive player. If you really look at his numbers, yeah, exactly. He can't shoot. He really we can't. all, yo, we all know in the NBA, unless you're Russell Westbrook and John Morant, if you're not athletic to attack the rim, you're gonna struggle. And even Russell Westbrook's struggling right now. He's struggling right now. He's not making his layups as much as he is. He's not getting fouled as much as he used to be to go to the free throw line. If you can't shoot, you're going to struggle in the NBA, and that's what he is. Inefficient, can't shoot, has been playing horrible this whole year. How do you play from a decent year from last year to play worse this year? They're relying on you. And you know what's crazy? Adding Jalen Brunson probably helps him out even more just because of the fact that he has a point guard that can run the offense and feed him more and set him up, and he's still struggling. So I think he's he's just awful. I'm, I'm just going to be honest. He's just awful. We don't, you can look at his numbers. It don't matter to me. I'm going to be honest with you. They're not winning, and I'm pretty sure the, the, the Knicks' top organ, organization is probably worried about him. Let's be straight. Really, yeah. And then number three, Tyler Harrow. Wow. I cover the Miami Heat, so I'm probably going to get a lot of heat, uh, hate on this. But Tyler Harrow, I never hate on a player that gets their bag. 
go get your money. Go help your family out. I never hate on the player. I hate on the front office for giving you the contract, right? Tyler Hero just got a bag this offseason. Well-deserved. He came off the bench, and he was doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? But Tyler Hero, not a great defender. Very mediocre. The Miami Heat actually play better with him when he scores less than 20 points. Tyler Hero is those type of players that scores a bunch of points, and they'll lose, and then he'll be like, oh, wow. He, he just want. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, I did my thing. He, he, I, I did what I had to do. He'll draw 50. His team will lose by 50. Well, I draw 50, though. Like, he's one of those type of players that's just like, all right, bro, we don't care. We lost. You know what I'm saying? But that's just still the young him. And, like, once again, I want to say he's a f- efficient, like, inefficient. Because I feel like Tyler Hero, like, maybe is a bold take by saying he's trash. I don't really believe he's trash. But more overrated in the sense of the fact that the money that he's getting paid, that pays a plays a big role in what you do. Take it, you pretty much took all the cap. You like took all the cap for the Miami Heat. So now they can't do nothing for the next few years. And then when you compare people start comparing people to, to, to Donovan Mitchell to Devin Booker, he's nowhere near none of them. So fans need to relax on Tyler Harrow. He's not making this team any he's not making this team better. He he honestly he plays. Him being in the starting lineup is not great for the Miami. He, he needs to continue to come off the bench. So there's just so many factors that I can just continue to throw. And there were just makes him overrated and not the greatest player. Like his numbers doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, the Heat do better when he's scoring less than 20 points. And it's a proving fact. I seen the record. I forgot it my top of my head. But if it comes back up, I'll bring it up. But I know it's 10 wins and like two losses, bro. Like that's a big sample size. A huge sample size, absolutely. And I'm I'm not gonna lie, I I definitely no, I like I like how you you bring that up to light because I feel like most people are just kind of thinking like, oh, Tyler Hero's a bucket getter here because yeah. he comes off the bench and all he do is really shoot. To be real with you, all he do is shoot, and sometimes he does have those those uh those inefic- inefficient nights. So I'm not gonna lie, bro. That is that that's a hot take, but that's a good take though. That's a, that's a fire take. I like that. You know what's crazy too about Tyler Hero? It's like. I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm not going to say nothing more. I'm not going to say nothing more. <laughs> not gonna you don't want to piss off the Heat fans? Too hey, much, I don't right? piss off the Heat fans. Because you know what's crazy? I, 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 I like the Heat. I like what he does. But Over the heat. When we just, you know what I'm saying? When we just start comparing them to like Booker and Mitchell, it's like, yo. That's relaxed. You, Tyler Hero and RJ Barrett may be at the same spot. Yo, I, I say this, right? RJ Barrett's here. Tyler Hero is probably just a little bit up. Just a little bit just up. Just a little bit up. I like that. I like that. I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree with that. Um, so for my three, my boy, um, I cannot agree with you anymore for Patrick Beverly. Freaking sucks. <laughs> and I just have to watch him every game. So it is what it is, though. Um, hopefully he can figure something out. Bismack Biombo, I mean, we're talking about we're talking about a big in this league who all season hasn't hasn't grabbed seven or more rebounds. The most points he's scored is 11 points. Every time he gets on the court. He's inefficient. He can't shoot from the free throw line, so he's he can't even really bang down low. He's almost fouling out. Like I think uh, I'm look I'm I'm looking here on I'm looking here on uh, on on ESPN. Most of these games, he has more fouls than he has points. So <laughs> this Mac Biombo's got to go, man. He's overstaying his uh, his welcome in the in the, in the league here. Uh, was a good player back in the day, but definitely it's got to roll. But who I really want to talk about, bro, is Ben Simmons. I mean, I, I honestly am a little upset. That I don't have like 
I don't have the NBA's freaking copyright ability to just put a game on right now. And I, if I could just show the family just a, a game of Ben Simmons and, and, I, and I could pause it and, 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 and break it down, that would be amazing. If I can't do that, that's okay. We're going to do it with a picture. I know this picture is a little older uh, from, from when Ben Simmons was in Philadelphia, but y'all going y'all gonna to understand my point and y'all going to understand what I'm saying here. Y'all going to get me. Look, look, this is ridiculous. All right, y'all. So I know this picture is a little is a little old, y'all. But um, but this right here, I'm gonna I'm gonna explain honestly why I genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, y'all, do not think Ben Simmons should be an NBA player. I know it sounds crazy. I've caught a lot of I caught, I've caught a lot of hate for that. That's the crazy thing. I've I've caught a lot of hate. People have been like, bro, not an NBA player. You're tripping. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm really not. I'm really not. And I'm gonna explain to you why. Okay. If he is your supposed point guard, right? That every team wants to make him a point guard since Ben since the 76ers was like, yeah, Ben Simmons is a point guard. He brings the ball up court. This is an old picture, but this is still how the entire league guards Ben Simmons. Okay. Uh do can can you see that little wiggly right there, my boy? Yeah. All right. So Ben Simmons is up here, okay? There is 24 seconds on every single shot clock. So the second that the other team scores and you take the ball out from under the basket. And you bring the ball down court. Ben Simmons tends to walk the ball down court, okay? So when he walks the ball down court, he literally puts his team in a four-on-five situation and wastes about 10 to 8 seconds of every single shot clock walking the ball down court because LeBron is the, LeBron is the man. LeBron is right here. LeBron is the man that's supposed to be guarding Ben Simmons. And this is the treatment he is giving, Okay. He Ben Simmons is not a threat until he at least gets to this free throw line right here. And this free throw line, he's 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 scared. He's scared to shoot from the free throw line. So he really isn't a threat until he gets inside. Now, talk to me and tell me about how you think this should correlate into an NBA player. He's wasting eight to ten seconds from every single shot clock. He's not a threat. So the team so defenses do not have to pick him up up here. Defenses are not worried about the, the offense having to start up here. They're gonna clog the paint. So when he was playing Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid can can't get anything inside. He's always getting double teamed. Now with the with the Nets, Ben Simmons, it's hard for Kyrie to get to the hoop. It's hard for Ben Simmons. Uh, I mean, for Kevin Durant to get to the hoop because the paint is always congested if Ben Simmons has the ball. So what I'm telling to you is, yes, Ben Simmons is a good defender. I'll give you that. But you're telling me that the Nets are going to give him money and pay him to be in the NBA. NBA is the top 500 players of this universe. Of this universe, I believe there's 7.7 billion people in this universe, and He's the, you're telling me he's a top 500 player and in every single offense, he's going to waste 10, eight to 10 seconds. He's not going to be a threat. He's going to, he's going to make a mess in the paint. He's going to, uh, he's going to take away points and he's going to, he's going to, he's going to take away shots in minute and seconds from players like Kevin Durant, Kyrie, who can actually make that shit useful. And more than anything, he's literally only good going downhill. If he's going downhill, I'll give it to you. He's like Magic Johnson 2.0, <laughs> but well, but it's just a lot worse. And again, I apologize. I could not have the video. If the picture is the, really the best that I could do to explain the justice, there's no way this guy should be in the league and a, a starting point guard, bringing the ball down court, wasting eight to 10 seconds, not a shooter, not even a threat. Like, that's the thing. Like, you don't even have to be Stephen Curry, but at least shoot them. At least try. At least keep the defense guessing. And he doesn't keep the defense guessing. Honestly, if you have him in the NBA for defense and for literally fast breaks, uh, I don't think that's worth paying them that much money. You could find somebody else, man. So Ben Simmons is, is absurd. I, I and, he, and he can't shoot free throws. 
Yeah, shoot free throws. He's scared. And the crazy thing is, bro, he's scared to try it. He's scared to try it. Remember Giannis? Remember yeah. people would shit on Giannis? One, two, three. He didn't cry and go to a different team. But he got in the gym. You know why? You know, you know why? So ben Simmons is soft. He's, he's another soft individual. He can't handle the heat. And it showed so much after that playoff series with the Sixers, bro. When he had an open layup. I mean, John, he was right here, bro. And he said, he, a better shot's over there. This is probably a 90% chance of making it. And the corner's probably like 50. And you gave up a 40%. You, that's 40% difference. And he said, nah. In the playoffs. In the playoffs. In the playoffs. Bro, and it's not like he's six for one. This dude's six, seven, six, eight around there, six, nine, bro. Oh, my like, God. Just, just go up. He doesn't want to get fouled. Doesn't want to go to the He can't shoot free throws. He can't shoot a mid range. He can't shoot threes. His playmaking, I give his playmaking. Like he, he sets his teammates up. But 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 again, only downhill, right? Because yeah. he cannot set his teammates up in a half court set offense. Yeah. How are you going to set Kevin Durant up if Kevin Durant is double teamed? Because exactly. you're not a threat. Oh yeah, he's a waste. God. Yo, a waste. And, I genuinely believe this from the bottom of my heart. Should yeah. not be in the NBA. Hey, listen, and, and and I'm gonna take it back of Tyler Hero. All right, because. I don't think he's the worst player in the NBA. I think there are some aspects of it. I like I, I brought up a good point of like the certain stuff about it. But I'm gonna go with a player in Dwayne Dedman. Dwayne like Ded Dwayne Dedman's trash. He he's garbage. Another Biznack Biombo to overstate his well. Garbage. <laughs> he comes into the game, starts shooting threes. For what? With like 10 like 20 seconds of shot clock, he's shooting threes. Mind you, John just said there's 24 seconds on the clock. If you're taking a shot in four seconds and you're and you're the worst player on the court, that's a problem. Why are you taking that shot? Why are you taking that shot? I'd rather have Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, any anybody else, but not you. About you, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Um, his plus minus it has to be one of the worst. It, he's, it, when he's out there, he's getting destroyed. But uh, un, un, unrestricted free agents, undrafted players are playing better than him. Orlando Robinson from the Miami Heat, he gotta go. I was so mad when the Heat signed him a two-year deal. So freaking mad because he's garbage. Like, just retire. So, right, man. But I stand on my take that Tyler Hero is overrated. Super overrated. Super overrated. Hey, who's who's more overrated, Tyler Hero or Bradley Beal? Bradley Beal. I'm right there with you. All right. All right, my boy. Great segment. Great, great, great segment. Don't underplay yourself. Hey, everybody give my boy Trent a huge shout-out in the comment section for – that appreciate it. Appreciate great it. Segment, but um, last segment that we got here, my boy, games review. I'm gonna uh, go ahead and jump into my game. Uh, this is from yesterday. It was a thriller. Uh, the, the Bucks beat the Bulls 119 to 113 uh, in overtime. I was super excited to watch this game because, uh, as you as, as you know, Trent, um, and I mean as the family know out there, I'm a big believer in the Bulls, man. I really am a big. I think the Bulls are one good big man away from being a title contenders. No, that's my, I know that might sound crazy, but um, that's really how I feel about that Bulls. And they got to be fully healthy as well. Let, but, um, let me not interrupt you. One sec. Just one sec. One sec, right? Their problem is Billy Donovan. But I'll go talk. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think their, their problem is, yeah, Billy Donovan not having a true big and having to get past the Bucks, and then also, you know, not being healthy, right? Onza Ball is a great point guard to have out there. Uh, haven't had him for the last two seasons. But anyway, the Bulls have been struggling with the Bucks uh, for the, really the past two seasons. They've been struggling with their length for the past two seasons. And uh, that's why I was really excited to come into this game. Uh, and then the Bucks came out on fire, man. Scored 32 points in the first quarter, uh, led all by Giannis, George Hill, and Bobby Portis. Um, and then, and then you know, second quarter was really much of the same. Giannis scored 11 points in that second quarter. Honestly, he was just putting his head down and overpowering everyone and getting to the hoop. And it, it kind of made me think of, like, 
a, a different version of Shaq. Like I, I you know, I was watching the, um, that O one Lakers uh, matchup the other day, and like Shaq would just be get a rebound and it'd be like four or five bodies on him. He going up and banging out, and I just I've never seen someone as dominant as that. But watching Giannis, it gives me you know a light uh, Shaq light, um, and you know the Bucks were going crazy until until. Grayson Allen, he got pushed from the back, and then he accidentally ended up elbowing Demar like in the back, like hella bad. Demar got pissed. He tried to fight him, but right after that, right after that, he turned it on, scoring six straight buckets in that second quarter, and then allowing the 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 Bulls to outscore the Bucks uh, thirty to twenty three in that second quarter. And then third uh, third quarter, the Bucks came out and said, "Man, we've beat we've been beating these this Bulls team by just going big on them. So let's go big again." They went in the paint. They ended up, they ended up with 52 points in the paint in the, for the game. Uh, and again, this is why I don't think the Bucks can be a championship contender because they have to get past. I mean, sorry, I don't think the Bulls can be a championship contender because they have to get past a team like the Bucks who has all these bug, uh, all these bigs in in Brooke and Giannis. I mean, when they put their head down, it's either going to be a bucket or or go to the free throw line. Giannis went to the free throw line 17 times last night. Brooke went to the free throw line eight eight times last night. And I mean, the, the Bucks just—I mean, the Bulls just could not handle the Bucks' uh, length in that third quarter. Went down by 15, but don't you worry, man. Demar is here to save the day. Demar is here to save the day because uh, while Giannis went off in that third quarter, scoring 13 points, he got no help from his teammates. But Demar and the Bulls stayed uh, stayed steady, man. All six players who played in that fourth quarter all contributed either six point either six points or more. With three minutes left, the Bulls were down. By 11, they got some huge defensive stops. Of course, the game to go to overtime, and you, you know, overtime. Overtime is where stars is born, my boy. You know what I'm saying? That's where that's where the best player says, "Give me the ball, I'm gonna score and get out my way." And that's exactly what Demar did, man. Demar scored 10 of the Bulls' 13 points in overtime. The Bucks looked tired, looked gas, only scored seven points in overtime, and but uh, the Bulls ended up taking the, the victory, 119-113. Absolutely great game, great game, my boy. That's a, that was a great breakdown, John. It's a great breakdown, man. Uh, all right. So I'm just going to talk about two games. And I think – and I just want to really just talk about specifically a moment in one game, and then I'll talk about this other game, all right? So Detroit and Orlando, all right? Not the most fun game to watch, to be honest with you. game's trash. But there was a moment that did happen with Killian Haynes. And Mo, Wag- Mo Wag- Wagner, I think that's his Wagner, name. Yeah. So, Killian Haynes, don't mess with Detroit people. You are, we already know how Detroit gets. It gets down and dirty over there, man. They, you know what I'm saying? It's a little rough out there. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect to people out there, but it's the truth. It's, it's a little rough out there. It's fine. And Mo wanted to, you know, push the dude out the way. You know, he the, the Magic lost the ball, and Mo said, "If I ain't getting it, you ain't getting the ball." So he pushed him out the way. Killian Haynes didn't really appreciate that. And mind you, when Mo pushed Killian Haynes, Mo was near the Detroit Pistons bench already. So they seen that, and we already know what Isaiah Stewart. That dude don't play over there. We he he we he's like a gor- he's a gorilla. He tried. To, he don't care if you're the greatest player of all time, like LeBron. He's still trying to attack him, you know. So. Um, Killian Haynes seen that there was just you know a big scuffle, and even the um the people at the game that like talk. They knew it was going to get crazy, so they were, like, talking on announcements, like, yo, everybody sit down, like, settle, like, to be, to relax, because, like, you, already knew. you know, when you, when people start acting up, like, the, the basketball players start acting up, the fans start acting up, you know what I'm saying? So, they didn't want another big scuffle, so, but, this is, what I, I posted on my TikTok if you want to go check it out, but, 
I've never seen this. Killian Haynes elbowed him, elbowed him right in the back of the head. Knocked him out, bro. Yo, yo, I never, like, he went, he said, woke back up and was like, oh, I'm in, I'm in the game right now. Yo, I was like, I said, is this, is this UFC or boxing? This is NBA. And you know what's crazy? It's Killian Haynes, the biggest bust so far. Oh, man. But you think the NBA is not going to look at that, review that, and suspend him nah, and find sus- him? They suspended him. They finding him. You know what's crazy? I seen this dude on my TikTok comment said he should be suspended for 100 games. I said, oh, whoa. <laughs> okay, okay. That's, a, that's crazy. But and you're not supposed to put your hands out and knock some like. Jordan Poole and Draymond, that was at practice. No cameras, even though it came out. This was on live television. Man. You know what I'm saying? He knocked him out. You usually don't really see that happen often. So I thought that was an interesting thing that to be talked about because, oof, you know? Let me, and then, let, let, me, let, let me go ahead and show that, my boy, real quick. For, yeah, for, 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 for all the family out there that, that, that ain't had a chance to watch it. You can see that, my boy? Yep, I can see it. All right. Look at this. Look at this. Push them. Diallo said, move on my <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Bro, that's crazy. I cannot believe that. Wow. I got to honestly run. I got to honestly run that back. Look at this, man. Look, look. Just knocked him out clean, bro. Look that's... at him. Look at him. Look at, look at him. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody jumping in like, hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? That's crazy. That is crazy, man. Now, honestly... Hey, he he right. He's really gonna get suspended for a long time because Adam Silver, he don't care about him. It's a it's a second year rookie guy. He gonna make an example out of it. He gonna be like, oh, y'all want to fight in my league? Here you go. Yep. And then I don't know about about hundred games, but (laughs) yeah, yeah, not for sure. And then so I want I was watching this Lakers and Miami Heat game. I'm just gonna say, watching LeBron and Jimmy Butler go back one on one was extremely fun to watch. I mean, the first ten points was from LeBron. Um. And they were they were Jimmy Butler like Jimmy the Heat were throwing different bodies at him. Then they tried to double him in the post. And LeBron's IQ is so amazing that like he found Patrick Beverly in the corner, knocked down shot. And then his fadeaway, just you can't stop the fadeaway, man. You can't. And then when LeBron's hitting from outside, it's really unstoppable to stop LeBron because you can't stop him from attacking the rim. I mean attacking the rim. Only thing that can really stop him is the ref just not calling the call and LeBron start winding and then it's a four and five on defense. We already know how that goes. And it, it happens every single game. It's crazy to me that LeBron gets no respect as the greatest players of all time from these refs. It just makes no sense. But what I was seeing from this game is that we already kind of know that Lakers are horrible. They're, they're, they're really bad. But the Miami Heat didn't really look that good either. You know, you know what's crazy about this too? Like the Miami Heat won this game conventionally. Like if you look at the score, like did their thing. But it's like I was just watching two teams like just play bad. But the, the Lakers were just worse. You know what I'm saying? So it made the Miami Heat look look better. It, it was just one of those games where it's just like fun to watch Jimmy versus LeBron. Cause yo, back in the day, Jimmy, not back in the day, but Jimmy and LeBron in, in, in that bubble, I believe. Oh, at it. Yeah, in the bubble, they were going yeah, at it. Yo, they were going at it. And it, it, it was just amazing. But Tyler Harrow, like I said, he played okay, overrated once again. But just just that whole game, I give a shout out to my man Russell Westbrook. He was trying to keep the game alive. You know, when they put LeBron on the bench, 
They, they rely on Russell Westbrook. You can tell that he was trying to find his teammates. Thomas Bryant, a lot in the first quarter, was missing easy, easy layups. Easy layups That's that Russell kept feeding him, right? And you know what's funny during that game, too? That Thomas Bryant, every time he missed a layup, he'll go hug someone. He, go, he was hugging Russell Westbrook, right? And then he, he threw a bad pass. He went to go hug down his shooter. Stop hugging these players and play better, Thomas Bryant. Simple Man. as that, right? And, and Russell Westbrook got tired of it at some point. You've seen that, right? Russell Westbrook cussed him out. He cussed him out mid-game like, yo, what are you doing, dog? You, you got to. You know what you I'm have, saying? No, you have to. You know what I'm saying? Tom, Thomas Bryant's like, he, yo, Russell Westbrook's like the father, and Thomas Bryant's the kid. And, you know, when the kid makes that, you know, when you, you, your son's making that face, like, who do you mean? Yeah, that, that's what Thomas Bryant was looking like. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and then man. the first and second quarter, the the, the 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 Lakers and the Heat, it was a close game for a little bit. But you could tell at near the end of the second quarter, the Heat were pulling away. And in that third and fourth quarter, it was just kind of just like the, the, the Lakers were trying to come back every single time. And e- even the announcers were like, you know, I believe like heading into the fourth quarter, it was like a 14-point lead. And they're like, yo, the Lakers need to load this down because does LeBron play the fourth quarter? And, you know, you know how LeBron, LeBron did play in that fourth quarter, I believe, to start off the fourth quarter, got an and one, but it just wasn't enough. And I, LeBron was frustrated once again, because it is a back-to-back, but there's no excuses to back-to-back. Every team has to play through a back-to-back. Every team has to play through a back-to-back. So, you know, but mainly watching that game was just two bad teams, two bad teams, and just watching LeBron and Jimmy go at it. That was fun. And then watching my favorite player of all time, Russell Westbrook, trying to feed his teammates and miss all the layups. And for the people that do prize picks and do over and under assist points, well, if Russell Westbrook didn't get to your assists, it's because of Thomas Bryant not making freaking easy layups. And Man, he, he easily smoked like four, bro. To be real, he easily? Easily smoked four, bro. Like, that, like bro, you, that's crazy. I, don't, I didn't even think about it in prize picks, right? Because I've been playing prize picks, too. Yeah. Bro, that's, that is the difference between, nigga, $100 and losing $100. You feel me? So that that's the game I watched. So I, those are the two things that I thought was interesting yesterday. You know what I'm saying? The the the, the mole and Killian and just the Lakers in Miami because you expect that game to come out more electric. But the problem is with these two teams is Miami is always dealing with an injury. Yeah. Lakers always dealing with an injury. But you still get to see LeBron versus Jimmy. And yeah. the, you know, absolutely, man. And and I and I also you know watched that Lakers and Heat game. And just to touch a little bit on the the Lakers, I mean, bro, hey, just. The last like three games, they've collapsed in the third quarter. Like every single game, they've been in it, third quarter, and they go down big, and then they can never get back in the game. Like they have third quarter woes, fourth quarter woes. I mean, I'll be real with you, dog. I, I take notes during the game, okay? I took a note that said, with five minutes left, the Lakers have 95 points. I took another note that says, with one minute left, the Lakers have 98 points. That you know what? Lakers it, have scored three points in four three, minutes. like four minutes, bro. And, and you know what it is? It comes up to Genie and Rob again because the team that constructed they it was to the point where Darvin Ham put JT in the game. JTA he should he, not be out there. Should not be. You know there. when does he play? He hardly plays. And another thing with the Lakers is that they got too many players that are unplayable. All right, hate on Russell Westbrook. Whatever. I don't think he's unplayable. I don't think he's unplayable, but sometimes he could be unplayable, right? We can agree with that, right? But if you want to talk about unplayable players, right? Kendrick Nunn's unplayable. Uh, Damian Jones is unplayable. Patrick Beverly's unplayable. Sometimes JTA is unplayable. So just looking at your bench, you got four players unplayable. And who do you think is trying to rest the starters? Your bench players. And so right now, it's like you're relying on the greatest player of all time, which is fine, but he can't do it alone. He's 38 today, actually. 
38. You know what I'm saying? So happy birthday to the second goat. But it's like, it's like. <laughs> I see you trying to slip that in, my boy. I, I, I just feel bad. I feel bad. I feel bad, man. Oh, man. No, I feel you. I feel bad. I feel bad for me, myself. We got to watch these Lakers. But, um, but all right, my boy. Um, honestly, this was a great episode. This was a crazy, uh, jam-packed episode. You know, we talked about the dealer. We talked about our dealer, no deal. Our, you know, our, our injuries, our updates. Uh, we, we talked about you know, the worst players in the league. Uh, we did our games review. Um, but I don't have any, any other things that you want to talk about here, my boy. Do you, you got anything you want to say before we wrap up here? Uh, no, not really. I mean, just like I said in the beginning of the intro, John's going to start. You plan to stream on Twitch or YouTube? Uh, honestly, I'm, I, think it's, I think it's Twitch. I'm learning this, the, the, the stream game right now. I'm going to do it through, um, through, through Streamlabs, and I'm going to like, uh, do it to Twitch and YouTube and all that. Like, just, I, oh, yeah, you could, you could stream on both. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah, so like I'm on Madden. I'm streaming on Twitch. I'm adding you pull up, whatever. But John is going to be on Twitch or you Twitch and YouTube streaming at the same time. And he's going to have some cool activities going on with that. When we figured out, we both be on stream at the same time. But right now we're not there yet. Um, TikTok, we did make a new TikTok page. So he's going to put in the link in the description to go check that out. We're going to have a lot of clips from this episode because we said a lot of crazy stuff. We post a lot of NBA moments over there, too, where we're both just showing good stuff and bad stuff and some crazy stuff, you know? Um, but yeah, it was a great episode. 2023 is going to be a great year for us, man. Great year. Great year, man. Great year. I, yo, I honestly think we're going to hit a K. We're going to hit a couple Ks. A couple Ks. <laughs> a couple Ks. That's what I'm looking for, man. Hey, for the family, man, I know y'all ready for a couple of them Ks, man. Uh, 2023 is going to be a huge year. Trent said it all, man. I really ain't got nothing to add. Just stay on the lookout, man. Like, comment, subscribe. If you ain't subscribed, go tell your mama to subscribe, then your daddy to subscribe, then your friend to subscribe, then your cousin to subscribe, and then have your cousin tell their grandma to subscribe. Um, and join the family, man. But uh, if that's it, then we out of here, y'all. Let's talk out.